Hey there, true listeners. This is Kyle from the Longbox Cast, and you're listening to another great Four Ride Radio podcast. For more great shows, check out fourrideradio.com. And while you're at it, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash longboxcast. A swing and a belt. Left field. Way back. Blue Jays win it. The Blue Jays are World Series champions. Celebration starts. The New Jersey Devils for the third time in their history have won the Stanley Cup. The Devils three. The Ducks nothing. Devils Stanley Cup champions. Right through. A pick block by Steve Gleason. It is scooped and scored by Curtis DeLoach. Hi, welcome to Ballpark Bros, the show about sports. That's right, that's time. I'm Mike, and dying in a chair to my right is Eric. Um, <clears throat> so we're back into it after a week off. Uh, all three of my children decided to get sick on the same day, so... Uh, I mean, at least they didn't do it, you know, one at a time. That's true. That is usually how it goes. It just kind of circles through the household, so somebody's sick at all times. But And they got it out of the way before school started, so that's always pretty nice um so last show we did our uh nfc uh rundown and predictions for the upcoming nfl season so we're gonna do the afc today uh that spider was in my earphones oh no it's dead now uh pre-show tom was dealing with a spider attack um appears he has vanquished his foe yep would you like to tell the tale of your battle or i felt an itch in my ear and then i uh scratched it and then a spider fell out so the spider was in your ear. It was working its way in. It was just inside the lobe. Oh, I see. Did you stab it with a big sword, light it on fire? I squished it with some toilet paper. Oh, well, that's one way to take care of it, I suppose. Yes. Yes, it is. Good work, Tom. All right. Uh, so we uh, do we want to just start with the NFL stuff? Let's get right into it. Yeah, what else is there? Not a lot. Oh. Some pretty interesting baseball games last night, but uh, overall, not a lot. Well, then I guess we should just go right to the football. This has been riveting, riveting stuff for the first minute of the show. Mm-hmm. People should be really excited that we're back. Um, all right, so we're going to do the same thing we did last week. One thing you like, one thing you don't about each team. Uh, and then at the end, we will give our predictions for how they'll finish in their divisions. And uh, this week, we'll be picking... Uh, Super Bowl matchups, so exciting. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're into football. Yes. Uh, all right, so starting off in the AFC East, uh, start with the Buffalo Bills. Um, I don't like pretty much everything about this team. There's not a whole lot there to like. I mean, I guess their defense is good sometimes. Um, I don't know. I, I, I do like the... Uh, I do like the defensive backs that they have uh, on the roster. Is that a cow falling down a well? It's actually the Tyrannosaur from Jurassic Park. It sounded like a cow falling down a well. <laughs> Six of one half dozen of the other, right? I'm sure that's probably one of the sounds they mixed in. They're just, they were just throwing cows down wells so they got the right sound. I don't think that's how they did it. I believe they uh, they used a washing machine to get some of the sounds. Well... You have your theory, I have mine. 
Moving on, the uh, the Buffalo Bills. Yes. Um, one thing I do like is that the Ryans aren't there anymore. That is always a plus. Um, yeah, the new coaching staff uh, is always a big plus when you're dealing with the Ryan brothers. Um, it's funny. A lot of uh, a lot of Jets fans wish they could have Rex Ryan back. Really? Yeah. Not fans of Todd Bowles, huh? Well, <laughs> they made it to AFC championships with with Rex Ryan. <laughs> Yeah, that I don't know how much that had to do with him. Um, little note here for the Bills. Uh, they just acquired Jordan Matthews in a three-way deal with the Eagles and Rams. Uh, chipped his sternum in practice, in his oh, first boy. Bills practice. So, of course. Yeah, he will not, uh, not be seeing the field anytime soon, which brings me to the thing I actually really don't like about this team is their wide receivers. Uh, they did just go out and sign Anquan Bolden, which really helps, but... You're dealing with starters, uh, Philly Brown. Uh, that no, that's two other teams. And Brandon and Brandon Tate. Um, additionally, you got Andre Holmes and uh, Rod Streeter. I just not a lot of confidence in that group. So they they've got five slot receivers. Then yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, not a, not a lot of confidence in that group. Um, you know, uh, Sammy Watkins was a part of that deal. He got shipped out to L.A. Uh, so he'll be playing for the Rams this year. Um, Will he though? Well, I mean, he'll be in their facilities rehabbing this year. So you know. Um, all right, the Dolphins. Um, let's see. Uh, I like that they made a move when Tannehill went down again. That's the thing that I like. The thing that I don't like is that that move was to sign Jay Cutler. Yeah. Um, I mean because. Cutler is an upgrade over Matt Moore. I don't know that he is. But he's not enough of an upgrade to challenge in that division. Yeah. Um, I thought for sure with Tannehill under center, they were going to have a great year. Not catch the Patriots great, but a great year. Like, they could have been one of the top three teams in the AFC. Uh, Yeah. Um, L- building off of what they had last year, I really thought if Tannehill could have come back just as strong, uh, I I really thought that they could have they could have made a move in the AFC. Obviously, they would have had to win their games in the playoffs all on the road, right? Um, but I I really thought they had a chance to to be very good this season. I thought Tannehill had a chance at maybe you know forty four hundred yards, thirty touchdowns. Finally, cement you know? himself as a quarterback that people can trust. Um, but yeah, with the with the knee injury and being replaced with Jay Cutler. Um, I would not be surprised to see this team go six and ten and take a huge step back from last year. Yeah, and and you know the question is even further down the road: Is Tannehill even going to be the same when he finally does come back? To have that same injury happen twice. Yeah. Well, the good the good news is this one wasn't a complete tear, right? The first one wasn't a complete tear. Oh yeah, the first he, one. He elected That's not right. to have surgery. That's right. Which uh, I think he probably should have. Yeah. Um, thing I do like about this team. Um. They they got rid of uh, Brandon Elbert, who has become a headache for the Jaguars and was released. Um, and uh, they traded him straight up for Julius Thomas. Yeah. A uh, huge upgrade over Anthony Fasano, uh, who is still on the team. Um, I do like Fasano, and I think they'll be a good one-two punch. Um, but I, I really like the, the, the deal that they made there, getting, getting rid of someone who is going to be a headache for the whole season uh, and getting – a very productive player in return. I know Thomas had some down years in Jacksonville, but I don't think that was his fault. Well, look at you, Blake Bortles. 
Well, but now he's got Jay Cutler. Yeah, <clears throat> but Jay Cutler, as bad as he is, is still infinitely better than Blake Bortles. That that may be true for now. We don't know just how bad he can be. Right. That's true. I mean, he's not in football shape yet. There's no way he's in football shape yet. I don't think Jay Cutler's ever been in football shape. He did say that he doesn't have to be in as good cardiovascular shape because he plays quarterback. Right. Um, so I know a lot of people were clamoring for Miami to go out and sign Kaepernick when the injury happened. And, uh, you know, they obviously went with Cutler for a number of reasons. Um, I don't think Kaepernick would have fit in this offense. No. Jay, Jay Cutler no, he, and Ryan Tannehill are the same quarterback. Yeah. Um, I do think that uh, there are teams where he'll fit. Baltimore, for one. I think he would fit in that offense. I'm actually not sold on that. I don't, I'm not sold on that notion. Uh, actually, we'll get to Baltimore. Actually, where AFC North is coming up next, so we can talk about that then. But I'm not. I'm not sold that he'd fit in that in that scheme. Um, the New York Jets. Uh, we already did them. We did the no. We yeah, did the Bills. We did the, Bills. we did the Dolphins. We did the Dolphins. And now we're on the Jets. See, I forgot that the team even existed. Uh, what's to like? Uh, There's nothing. Um, There's literally nothing. Uh, um, n- um, they uh, pass. Right. Um, no, I'm gonna go ahead and say I believe they're gonna go 0 and 16. I actually 100 percent believe that. And I'm I'm in a I'm in a pick'em league uh, with some people. I'm going to pick against the Jets every single week. I, I was just going to interject that there's your good thing right there. You've got a guaranteed winner on any pick sheets. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's what we like. Yeah, but the, they have to play the Browns. <laughs> I know, and I think the Browns will beat them. To play the Chargers. I think the Chargers will beat them. The ch- the Chargers, who I, I realized last night play at stub hub center yes uh which seats thirty thousand. yes which they will struggle to sell out uh actually no from what i understand they're doing pretty well so. selling the thirty thousand tickets that they have yes i mean they get they get some really kind of weak teams they get to play jacksonville there's got to be a win in there somewhere no i honestly believe they're going to go zero and 16 I will, I will pick against them every single week on my pick sheets. I mean, every single week. Yeah, you you should, but even the worst teams find a way to let the other team find a way to let them win. Well, all right, the New England Patriots. Uh, well, I don't like that they're so dang evil. <laughs> um, I like that even though they won the Super Bowl last last year, they still thought we can be better. And they went out and they signed uh, Stephon Gilmore. Um, <clears throat> they went out and they traded for Dwayne Allen. Um, who, uh, they brought in uh, somebody else, too. They had, oh, the, and they traded for Brandon Cooks. They won the Super Bowl and thought, you know what? We're still not good enough. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they 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 did uh, go out and seek to improve, but, oh, man, I hope every single one of them is the wrong thing. <laughs> Yeah, I got news for you, pal. I mean, I just hope, like, everyone realizes, hey, no, we don't like you anymore. Go away. And then they do go away. Um, The thing I don't like is that, yet again, we're going to be talking about the Patriots well into the end of January. Unless. No, no unless. It's, I mean, you look at when Brady went down, Matt Castle's still 
uh, did yeah. that all those years ago. And then you look when he was suspended at the beginning of last year, and Janine Garofalo and uh, Jeremy Brisket still did their thing, and they went undefeated when he was gone. So I they went three and one. Did they go? Th- oh yeah, they did lose that one game. Anyway, but you know, I, I would like to point out though that Garoppolo has looked like crap so far this year. What? He's looked like crap. One game, whatever. No, even in practices. Yeah, whatever. Like crap. I don't think he has much to worry about. Somebody's still going to give up a boatload of draft picks for him or sign into a ridiculous con- contract. He's going to get a Matt Flynn level contract, and he will go the way of Matt <clears throat> Flynn. I don't believe that. I think it'll be better. I also think if Matt Flynn was ever given an actual chance in any of the places he landed, it probably wouldn't have turned out as bad as it did for him. He got every chance he deserved. Because just having one good game does not merit seven chances. No. All right. So the AFC North. Yep. The Bengals. Uh, I struggled to see anything that they did that was a plus in the offseason. Oh, I mean, it could be an existing thing about the team that you like. I There's nothing. Uh, I I'm s- trying to put my biases aside, and I'm there's not a lot to like. Well, I still like their running back situation. Giovanni Bernard and Jeremy Hill. Um, they kept Cedric Pierman around, who has been uh, you know decent for them. Uh, and they did draft Joe Mixon, which I know comes with a whole lot of baggage and everything, but he's on the team. He's an excellent player. So I like their running back situation. Um, I, I don't know. I don't like, uh, man, I guess I don't like, I know I've defended him, but the Marvin Lewis situation. I would say that I do like that Marvin Lewis is still their coach. But you're saying that from a negative standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Come on, man. I put my biases aside for doing the NFC North. Fine. I don't like that Marvin Lewis is still the head coach because he's not good. If you guys could see the way Tom was sitting right now and hear him say that, it was just... There are not words to describe how ridiculous that was all together. He's got his legs crossed and his hands around his knees, and it's just... And he kind of bobbed his head back and forth as he as he said it. That was reluctance. <laughs> Is that what that was? Yes. And a bit of sarcasm. Oh, boy. Anyway, I guess, yeah, they do have good running backs. Uh, and yes, Marvin Lewis should not be the coach anymore. And he shouldn't have been the coach last year or the year before. He, he ran out of chances a long time ago, and they just keep throwing more at him. The thing with him, I think he would benefit from a change of scenery like if if he went to another team like say say the Colts wind up getting rid of Pagano this year and he went to coach in Indianapolis I think he could turn them back into a 12 and 4 team well by telling them that they can't celebrate yeah yeah whatever he is kind of a wet blanket that that uh anybody who's happy when they score a touchdown is ruining the game yeah that was that was unfortunate to see uh him wanting to squash the fun that the NFL is now letting the players have. Um, well, you know, except for the dunking thing, still can't dunk. Oh, you you can dunk, you just can't touch the the goalpost. I thought it was still uh, you couldn't even. No, you can you can <clears throat> you can lay up, you can finger roll, uh, and you can even dunk if you don't touch the goalposts. Oh, huh. okay. Because you know, one guy breaks the goalposts and ruins it for everyone. Way to go, Jimmy Graham. That is who it was, right? Yeah. <clears throat> All right, the Browns. 
pass. Really? I can think uh, of a couple um, things to like about this team, which I know is surprising to say. I can say that they're, uh, <clears throat> uh, they won't go 0-16 because they play the Jets, who you said are going 0-16. Yep. Uh, good things. I mean, the, their offensive line has been protecting mediocre quarterbacks for, let's see, 1999, uh, almost uh, two decades now. Well, my positive for them is that draft class. It, uh, they did a, I mean, <clears throat> I think they finally got to a point where they couldn't screw it up. <laughs> they, I feel like they hit on a lot of them. Uh, Caleb Brantley, who they got late because there were some legal things that actually, he, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was exonerated, right? He, um, I'm, I'm not sure. I, um, I didn't see that. But Miles Garrett with the number one overall pick. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser, who getting them where getting him where they got him, I think was a great yeah was it, a great pick. It wasn't a reach. <clears throat> if yeah. they had tried to take him anywhere in the first round, that that would have been such a reach and not at all worth it. Right. Uh, and they brought in David Njoku uh, and uh, Jabril Pre- uh, Peppers through the draft too. So they had a very solid draft. Um, and I will say, I still don't know where Peppers fits in. As as a position player, I I don't know what he is. Yeah, they have him listed as uh, safety, I believe. Uh, or no, just as DB, they don't differentiate between cornerbacks and safeties on their roster. So he's listed <laughs> because they haven't had anyone worth differentiating. Yeah, he is listed as DB. Um, they also uh, through free agency they brought in Kenny Britt to replace uh, Terrell Pryor, which I actually think works for them. Uh, Kenny Britt quietly did very well with the Rams. Kenny Britt's always been a good receiver. Yeah. And he's been good a lot of times despite the quarterback. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I again, I think there are a lot of things to like on this roster. Yes, the quarterback position is still a huge question mark, and I get that, and that is going to be the reason they are 3-13 and 13 this year. Oh, you got them you, three games you got them winning? Yeah, probably. Hmm. They'll, pull, they'll pull something out. I mean, they'll probably beat the Bengals once. Yeah, they do often split. That. And I think we're due for for a Steelers upset. It's been a couple years. You know, you know it happens every couple years. Yeah, but they haven't been like this bad, like this. That's bad. that's true. But you know, we're we're due for one. So you know, maybe this is that year. But we'll see. Uh, uh, I I don't think it'll happen. But I um I did watch the uh, I did watch the highlights from their preseason game against the Saints. And I was very impressed with Deshaun Kaiser. Um, actually, I went through all the rookie quarterbacks, uh, save for Patrick Mahomes, because he didn't throw very many passes. The ones he did throw, he threw very well, uh, but uh, he didn't throw enough to qualify for what I was doing. Right. Um, but the three quarterbacks, Kaiser, uh, Deshaun Watson, and um, Mitchell Trubisky, I went through and I, I graded them all. Uh, Kaiser, I wound up giving a C plus. It's pretty good for your first... Yeah, preseason game, and part of that was he had a lot of drop passes. Yeah, that might be the biggest issue for this team. If if they get stability at at quarterback, and, and then players keep dropping the ball, it's happened before, and it's never pretty for them. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I guess the the quarterback situation is my is my thing. I really don't like about them right now that I they haven't settled it, and I don't think they're close to settling it. Yeah, I mean, they they let Brock Osweiler start that first preseason game. I think they're going to end up letting him try to be the starter, and I think that that's not the right plan. Well, I mean, I guess it all depends on where you think Deshaun Kaiser is. 
in his development and if you think Kaiser would win you the game over Osweiler. I mean, yeah, you want the kid to get out there and get reps, but you don't want him to get absolutely knocked around and ruin him mentally, you know. I mean, we we've seen it happen. Yeah. We've seen it happen with with uh with a ton of young quarterbacks, you know. The Browns famously with Tim Couch. Yeah. Um you know, he was not ready to be put in and what they started Doug Peterson for a little while and, you know, but Couch was not ready and when he got in there, they didn't have the team around him. He got knocked around and lasted what, 2 years? Yeah. Um it's really strange to think that uh I don't know if it's going to be a death sentence for Kaiser like it has been for, what, 18 other quarterbacks? <laughs> Something like that. <clears throat> I I think that they might finally have chosen the right quarterback at the right position of, in the draft. And if they rush him out there when he's not ready, then they're going to ruin him. And if they take, you know, too long to put him out there, too, you know, that's going to mess with him. Right. I mean, I, I think he'd be fine to sit for a season. If they have to bring him in before that, you know, I get it, but I think he'd be fine to sit for a season. Um, and they don't, they shouldn't rush anything because at this point you're not losing any fan. They yeah. haven't lost any fans over the years. Right. So you think, well, we can take this year. You know, we, we can suck this year, you know, not on purpose, but we can let our young kids learn the game. Right. And that they've been reluctant to do that since they've come back yeah um i guess we'll we'll see like we said we we like the pieces they brought in uh whether or not they can get it all together and get behind a quarterback remains to be seen um so where are we at now the ravens um hmm again they they made some minor moves they made two that i thought were genius they uh bringing in danny woodhead and jeremy macklin yeah um they made those moves to uh, bolster the offense. Um, did they get a tight end? Uh, Larry Donnell and ben, and Ben Watson. Okay, so they did replace Dennis Pitta. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is my thing that I don't like is the Dennis Pitta thing. And it's yeah. not anything they did. It's not anything. I just don't like it. It sucks for him and yeah. it sucks for the for the organization. So that that is I my mean, thing. Did, I don't he like. He did get paid though. I mean, right? Yeah. For those who don't know, he had a hip injury. Had the surgery, missed a lot of last year. Had, was it the same hip injury, or was it? I believe it, it was the same um, dislocation. But I think yeah, a, yeah, a dislocation. I didn't know if that was the first one. Um, and basically ended his career. So that was a player I always really liked too. I thought he always played hard. Yeah. Um, you know, never took a playoff. The kind of hard nosed football that the Ravens have, you know, shown for the last two decades. Yeah. Um, um, again, that's a that. That kind of player is what really uh, built up the rivalry with the Steelers. Yeah. You know, it could have just been another thing, you know, team comes in to the division, and we really don't consider the Bengals a rivalry, um, even though it kind of should be. Well, that's because it has, I mean, it's been kind of one-sided. Yeah. That's why, like, I mean, Packers-Bears is still a huge deal when it comes around, but over the last however many decades, it's not really been a big deal like as far as like oh we hate them so much it's like yeah yeah we're playing the bears this week the bears still suck yeah um but yeah that's uh you know that i think that was from day one that's what baltimore built their team around was playing that kind of football to you know try and be relevant in in this division yeah 
And I think they've actually kind of fallen off of that the last couple of years, and they've had trouble. Yeah. Um, your Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, things things that I like. Uh, well, the receivers, again, you know, um, every year. That was going to be my... Um, <clears throat> Bryant is back. They finally said that he can come back. Uh, he had his first practice yesterday, so look forward to seeing him as the... Uh, Second or third receiver. Yeah. Uh, the things I don't like, if Ben goes down for any period of time, the season is gone. Yeah. Um, Landry Jones, while a capable spot starter, cannot carry a team for more than five games. That's being generous. <laughs> it depends on, you know, the teams that he faces. Right. I mean, we saw them play <clears throat> with him at quarterback for a little bit, and he was just god-awful. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Again, his his numbers aren't bad for a backup quarterback. They are perfectly 100% acceptable backup quarterback numbers. Yeah. Um, <coughs> the problem comes when he would have to have any extended playing time. Right. And then beyond that, Joshua Dobbs won't be ready this year. I do like him. I do too. Um, but there's no way he'll be ready this year. He needs to work on the uh, arm strength and accuracy. Yeah. Um the thing I don't like about this team right now is the running back situation. Yeah. Um, and the way they've handled the Le'Veon Bell thing. They keep talking about it. Yeah. That's not good. I, I think they are making the right move. And, you know, no running back is worth $12 million over four years. Right. Um, and it's the thing is, like, they're treating it like he's holding out on a guaranteed contract or, you know, on a, on a, on an, uh, a contract he signed. Yeah. And I mean, but he's not. He's holding out on... He hasn't even signed the franchise. Yeah, he's holding out on signing a franchise tag. So, you know, but they're 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 trying to. I don't know. I think they're trying to prepare the Steelers fan base for the fact that they're not going to re-sign him. Yeah. Um, he he'll play this year under the tag, and they're not going to tag him a second time. No, twenty million is outside of the realm of even the minute possibility for a running back. Even one as good as Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Um, That's quarterback money. Here's the thing. Somebody might pay that. It's just not going to be the Steelers. Yeah. I, I And I don't see any contenders paying that. Right. That'll, yeah. That would be something that a team like the Jets would do. Yeah. Or, you know, well, I'd say the Jaguars, but they drafted Fournette, so, uh, who looked pretty impressive. Uh, he looked pretty impressive in their, in their debut, uh, but he did injure himself. I believe. Yes. Um, so, so keep a watch on that. I mean, yeah. um, I do like the Steelers' depth behind Bell. They did take steps to to flesh out the rest of the running backs. I like Connor. I've never really cared for Fitz Toussaint. I like. Uh, he's he's a good three and a half yard per carry back. And um, Niall Davis, uh, outside of Kansas City, he has not been very good. Again, and know, even well, last year in Kansas City, he was not very we'll, good. We'll have to see, you know, behind the the Steelers' offensive line, right? What he can do. Uh, they did sign Villanueva, which was the smartest thing they could have done outside of uh, getting the whole Bell situation under control, right? And it was, I think, it was like a four year deal. So, um, all right, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I I like that they're not trying to rush back into it. Um, I'm blanking on his name. Why am I blanking on his name? Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Uh, they're not trying to rush him back from the from the injury. Yeah. Um, 
which, you know, if they had done that, he'd be done for the season already. Um, and the, I think they know that they're not going to be a top team this year. And so, you know, they're taking it slow and easy. Yeah, I mean, well, because they, they have to catch the Texans. And think about what the Texans did last year without a quarterback. Yeah, um, they also have to catch the Titans this year, I think. I kind of agree with you there. Um, yeah, I don't I like that they didn't fire Pagano. I know there was a lot of there's a lot of uncertainty there, and they did wind up getting rid of uh, Ryan Grigson, the GM. Uh, but I I'm glad they kept on uh, they kept Pagano. I think he's a good coach, and I think once they are healthy, that has been a lot of their problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, once they are healthy, I think they will get back to being. Uh, Eric has a video of a guy giving himself a bull cut uh, playing right now. I am so distracted. Um, <coughs> a weird guy, Eric. Well, he's trying to figure out what his next haircut's going to be. Oh my god, I would pay so much money for you to rock a bowl cut. I know, so you got to let that you got to let that grow out, man. You let that grow out, I will pay you to rock a bowl cut for like a month. I don't think that's going to happen. For many reasons, not the least of which because I don't want to. Oh, not even for money? No. There's not enough. There's not enough money, I don't think. Wait, hold on, he's Canadian. What if we pay what if we pay you in syrup? Mm. <laughs> What grade? Oh man, you name the syrup. <laughs> are, we, are, we, are we talking uh, grade A amber, or are we talking the, uh, the, the the cheap brown stuff here? Because I don't I don't mess around with that cheap stuff. Man, we'll get you we'll get you we'll get you one case of whatever you want. We're not just going to give you a, a bottle full of high fructose corn syrup. That's what people think of as syrup these days. I, I, I can't count how many people I know who think that log cabin is actual maple syrup. It, it it pains me. Yeah. It pains me deeply. I, I give them some actual maple syrup, and they're like, what is this? Nectar of gods. Um, yeah. There's a few things in life that I will pay for the real thing. Uh, maple syrup is one of those things. Butter is another one of those things. I don't do margarine. But uh, maple syrup is probably the biggest difference between yeah. the cheap stuff and the real thing. Oh, definitely. But the taste difference is worth the $8 difference in price. Another thing to always pay the big bucks for toilet paper you always want good toilet paper yeah especially if you're paying the uh you know paying for the off brand of other foods yeah (laughs) yeah toilet paper is always a good thing to have because if you if you get the cheap toilet paper you can really get in touch with yourself yeah you don't want to do that not that way gross (laughs) all right we've gone off the rails we have i'll back out now (laughs) all right so before the whole bull cut thing happened uh, we're talking about Andrew Luck and the Colts. Yeah. Um, things I don't like, they're never going to be healthy. They're just <laughs> one of those teams that is always going to have at least three starters injured. Yeah. Um, I don't like their backup quarterback situation right now. Um, Scott Tolzien, he's, he's a solid backup, but if he's got to go out and play some games, you're going to have a problem. We saw it when he was in Green Bay and Rodgers went down for the year. This is going to be a theme, I think, among... The uh, AFC teams, yeah, the yeah the quarter, the quarterbacks filling in when well, because a lot a lot of teams in the AFC are pretty solid all around except the backup quarterback. Right, um, they did uh, they they do have uh, Stephen Morris on the roster out of Miami um, and uh, Philip Walker out of Temple. Those are the other two quarterbacks in the roster right now. Um, I have seen some people asking about Kaepernick to Indy. I don't think he fits there. If you look at 
if you look at Luck, Tolzien, Morris, they all kind of fit into one mold, and Kaepernick doesn't fit that mold. Well, I, I think they might be the uh, the wrong mold for that scheme because they did not address the offensive line woes. So you need someone who can run away from <laughs> the defenders. Yeah. No. Um. I think they would. That offensive line would benefit from a more mobile quarterback, and any of the quarterbacks on that team really need an offensive line. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't think a more mobile quarterback would help that situation at this point. Um, I think it's. I think it's a little deeper than that at this point. <laughs> it's. It's beyond the. Uh, yeah. Beyond the scope of a mobile quarterback. Yeah. That is my don't like about this team. I think. Yeah. Uh, injuries and the offensive line. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Blake Bortles. Guess which one? <laughs> you love him. No. Oh. It's my don't like. I won't like the quarterback they have until they have a real quarterback. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I still don't buy Blake Bortles as a starter. They still have Chad Henne on the roster. I still don't buy Chad Henne as a starter. Um, he what? He was there when Gabbert was the next. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's there when Bortles, and he'll be there for whoever they pick up to yeah. replace Bortles. Whoever they draft next year. Yeah. Chad Henney will be there to back him up. I um, mean, the, the franchise's all time greatest quarterback is, is Mark Brunel. Yeah. Oh. You got problems when your all time greatest quarterback <laughs> is Mark Brunel. As a guy who really likes Brunel, I will agree with you. <laughs> um,. No, they they actually probably have the most solid backup quarterback in the entire NFL. That's because their starter is a backup quarterback. I know, but they they might have the, the most stable backup quarterback situation, um, which it just it's just mind blowing. That's because there's zero drop off from from the starter to the backup. In fact, it might even be a step forward. It, I think it is. I think Henny is the better quarterback on this roster. Um, yeah, things to like about this team. I don't have much. I really don't. I'm, I'm expecting two and fourteen from them again. The receiving core and yeah, yeah, Alan Hearns, Allen Robinson. Yeah, the the position players. Right. Really. Um. The skill positions. They still they still have Mercedes Lewis. Uh. Yeah. So yeah, I I I I could get behind that. Uh, my I guess mine would have been Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Um. That's a giant step forward in the running back department. Um. Uh, uh, yeah, what last year was uh, Chris Ivory and um, who's the guy they signed Minnesota's backup? Oh boy, yeah, that guy. Uh, Gerhardt, Toby Gerhardt. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is a huge step forward for them, you know, and even over T.J. Yeldon, who has not been that great since coming out uh, coming out of Alabama three years ago. So um, no, I, I I I think I I think the the skill positions can propel this team. Close to 500. I don't think that they will, but I think that they can. Yeah, they're another team where the talent is there. There's just no quarterback. And I don't think that they'll be uh, drafting anyone. It's going to take them way too long to to get a quarterback who's, you know, capable of, of winning games on his own. Yeah. And by then, you know, all the, you know, position players will be gone. And, and then you're left with a quarterback with no one to throw to. Yeah. Uh, all right, the Houston Texans. I like their draft. Phenomenal draft. Yeah. Um, their defense is you know, just as good as it's been. J.J. Watt will be healthy this year. Hopefully. I mean, at least for the first couple of games. 
And I don't see him playing more than two or three more years. I know he's, he's said he wants to retire young and, you know, be able to walk and talk later on in life. Yeah, uh, he's, only, he's only 28. He's been in the league for seven years. Um, but, yeah, I know he has expressed that. Uh, um, yeah, I'm going to go with their defense as the thing to like. Um, Watt, Jadavian Clowney, uh, you got uh, Whitney Merciless uh, at the linebacker position. Um, they did lose out. Uh, Vince Wilfork retired. Um, so huge hit there, but they still got Brian Cushing. They brought in Zach Cunningham out of Vanderbilt in the draft. They're still, Um, you know, even with Will Will Fork retiring, they're still a top six defense. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, I think they're probably going to be the top defense this year. Um, I like, uh, Tristan DeKaud, uh, drafted out of Oregon state. Uh, and then they, you know, they still got Kareem Jackson and, uh, Jonathan Joseph at the cornerback position. Um, so the the defense is just that's going to be their strength and you know their offense had its issues last year they couldn't you know really get the running game going at points the quarterback position was a mess but now they have uh uh Deonta Foreman at running back and they brought in Deshaun Watson at quarterback and I know they say Tom Savage is going to be the starter but I don't think that's going to last long no he'll he'll go four or five games and if he hasn't blown up the world by then uh he'll be replaced yeah uh, all right the uh tennessee titans i uh i like what i've liked for the last couple of years marcus Mariota. yeah it's his, i think this is his year uh, um i'm gonna go with the additions they made to the receiving core uh they drafted Corey davis and signed eric decker um i think that is just huge for them um and that's gonna make marcus Mariota that much better yeah his job is gonna be so much easier having someone like Eric Decker to be able to throw to. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the thing I don't like, um, the secondary might be might be problematic this year. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about <clears throat> their defensive backs, but I do know they were, uh, <clears throat> sorry, um, I do know they were torched by Indy in the game that we went to. Yeah. Um, again and again and again. Yeah. So, you know, I got the the defense, the defensive backfield. I'm not 100% sold on. So, so I was going to say that uh, the running backs are middling at best, and part of that is probably the uh, the run blocking is not as good as it should be because Demarco Murray should be getting you know way more yards. Uh, um, I don't know. I think it's I think the run game is going to be a strength for them this year. I really do. Um, but we'll see. All right, the AFC West, uh, Denver. Uh, Still like that defense. Yeah, I mean, they haven't gotten any worse. Yeah, you they know. may not have gotten any better, but they haven't gotten any worse. All right, Bradley Roby, Akeem Talib, you know, in the defensive backfield, Derek Wolf. Uh, you know, they still have Brandon Marshall, inside linebacker. Um, and as long as you have Von Miller, <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, a lot of times your your defense is really just built around that one superstar. And with, you know, decent players around him. When you've got a guy that, that the other team has to game plan around, that kind of throws everything off a little bit. Yeah. Um, the thing I don't like, the quarterback situation. Paxton Lynch, Trevor but, Simeon, they don't know who's um, going to be gonna, the starter. It's going to be Chad Kelly. Um, yeah, they do have Chad Kelly, uh, nephew of NFL legend Jim Kelly. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't like the quarterback situation right now. Um, and I'll tell you who really hates the quarterback situation, my wife. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, she was not thrilled last year with Simeon. All you need to do is give the ball to C.J. Anderson. Yeah. Oh. And uh, what is he, 70 years old, Jamal Charles now? <laughs> uh, I believe he's 30, but, you know, close. In running back years. Oh, so. yeah. Is that your same don't like is the uh, quarterback situation there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's no clear starter, and they don't have – I don't think either of them are a starting caliber quarterback. Uh, the Chargers. Pass. Yeah, it's – I don't know. Um, they didn't fold. <laughs> that's – I think that's my don't like. I don't think that was on the table, but okay. Um, I'm they gonna sh- go, they should have, though. I'm going to go with the tight ends. Uh, Antonio Gates is still strong, uh, even after 15 years in the league. And this Hunter Henry they have coming up behind him, uh, I think is going to be something special when Gates finally retires. And they have Jeff Cumberland, who's bounced around a little bit as a third tight end. I think that's a pretty solid third. Um, He's listed at, 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 as fourth. Is he really? Yeah, behind McGrath. Oh. Huh. Well, I think they'd be dumb to keep McGrath over Cumberland. That's my two cents. Okay. Um You've seen how this team makes decisions, though, so. Yeah. Um, don't like uh, calling them the Los Angeles Chargers? Don't like what they did to the city of San Diego. Yeah, well. Don't like it one bit. You have anything you do like about them? Oh, <laughs> Phillip Rivers is still there. <laughs> still a good quarterback. Still never going to win a Super Bowl. Uh, and it's a dang shame. Poor Phillip Rivers. He didn't choose to go there, you know. <laughs> Um, all right, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I love that they planned for the future with the quarterback position. They know they still have two or three years of Alex Smith, but they went out and drafted Patrick Mahomes anyway. Yep. They're planning for the future, and I absolutely love that they're looking forward like that. And, and Mahomes you know, might be able to come in and start sooner than they are planning. Yeah, uh, I think it, it all depends on how well the team's doing. And with that defense, I think they'll still be very good this year uh, in the AFC West. So Yeah. I mean, I again, I think we're looking at three 10 win teams in the AFC West. It's certainly a possibility. Um, <clears throat> if the Chiefs keep it together, which they don't always do, they're one of those uh, fall apart teams. Yeah. They usually get to the playoffs before they fall apart, though. Yeah. Um, so. I think uh, what I like is uh, they uh, are, like you said, looking to the future with their quarterbacks. Uh, you know, Mahomes. I think could start this year if things go awry. Yeah. Um, I don't think they will, though. I think you'll get uh, another solid season out of Alex Smith, and then maybe next year Mahomes takes over, maybe the year after that. Um, it all depends on what the team does. You know, if the team has success, if they win a playoff game, yeah. if they win a playoff game, that'll be something. Um, and that'll push Mahomes, you know, back a little bit. Um. Yeah, it's yeah. Winning in the playoffs—that's their biggest thing. Uh, the thing I really don't like about them, their their running back situation. That's you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> they replaced uh, they replaced Jamal Charles with C.J. Spiller. I, I know they've got Spencer Ware and Chandler West, um, both younger guys as far as running backs go. And both, um, both already injured, probably. Yeah, I'm just I'm not sold as you know as far as that goes. Um, the the Kansas City Chiefs running backs. Each one of them will be injured at some point this season. Yeah. I will put money on that. Uh, that yeah, that would be a pretty smart bet. Uh. I don't know if it's the line that they just can't run block or, or what, but 
it all seems to be, you know, the same type of injury. It's always a knee injury, and that's uh, that's going to cause trouble. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I expect them to compete with Oakland for – they're still – yeah, they're still Oakland. They're not Vegas yet. How many wide receiver touchdowns do you think they'll get this year? <laughs> I think we're past all that. I think they'll have enough. So, like, seven? <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, all right, the Oakland-Vegas Raiders. Oh, um – Khalil Mack in the defense. Absolutely love him. Um, they're going to get after quarterbacks this year. Uh, uh, Carr said he thought uh, Mack was uh, capable of 30 sacks in a season. That's that, it's blatant hyperbole, but it is. But if Khalil any, Mack is a very good yeah player. Um, he's he's going to be at the top. Uh, at you know him, T.J. Watt, twelve and a half sacks. Uh, that's you know, my guess. They're going to be – oh, I think it'll be higher than that. I, I, think, think, so. I think we're talking probably 17 or 18. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. Um, the uh, thing I don't like, uh, the running back situation. Um, See, I don't think it's that bad. They let Murray go uh, to go all in to get uh, Marshawn Lynch. If Lynch isn't what he was, they're rolling with DeAndre Washington, George Atkinson the third, uh, Elijah Hood. I'm not – I'm not confident in that if, if Lynch has lost a step or if, you know, he gets back into it and just decides, you know what, I can't do this, I am going to retire. I don't know. I I would have liked to see them add another uh, veteran running back. Well, I think, uh, I think they'll be okay because they're not going to have to worry about running the ball because what I like is their wide receivers. Yeah. One of the best units in the league. Top five receiving core. Yeah. No, they are. Um Crabtree had an amazing year last year. Amari Cooper's going to be good for a very long time. Um, no, that's that's a very nice thing to like about that. Um, they added Cordero Patterson, uh, who had his ups and downs in Minnesota, but right. you know they also added Jared Cook at tight end. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot to like with with Oakland this year. Yeah, I, I don't really have a don't like. Yeah, um, <clears throat> the fact that they're moving. And that they're not moving this year, but they every, told everyone already that they're moving. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's just the way that I, I feel like you just, know, just the way the Davises do business. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> feel like it might hurt them, you know, fan base wise, a little down the road. Yeah. Um, well, it's time for us to do our uh, predictions for the AFC. Uh, we are going to go back a bit. Uh, so, I picked. The Giants to win the East. You picked Dallas. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott's been suspended the first six games of the year pending appeal. If the appeal process is anything like it was for Ben Roethlisberger, who went through a very similar situation, it's probably going to get reduced to four. So four to six games, he's going to be out. You still taking Dallas over New York to win the NFC East? Oh, uh, the smart choice would be to say no, um, but I'm going to go with yes. You're going to go with yes. You also had Dallas as the number one seed over Green Bay. Would you like to switch those, drop Dallas down even further? Because you had Dallas, Green Bay, Seattle, Atlanta. Uh, yeah, they're probably down to the number two seed. So you think Green Bay will be the number one now? Yeah, and They'll they'll lose. Because one, one of those games is against the Packers that he'll be out for. They'll lose one more game. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, game, game five is against Green Bay. Um, so he might be out, might be back for the first game. Who knows? Um, but figured I'd give you the chance to amend that after the news came down. Uh, yeah. I think this does significantly impact their season. They do still have McFadden, don't they? They do. Um, and, uh, Alfred Morris 
but I think this I think this really does impact their season uh, in a very negative way. Um, so all right, so the AFC picks uh, for the East, I got Patriots, Dolphins, Bills, Jets. Yes. Yeah. In the North, I have Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, Browns. Um, you know what? Bold prediction. Flip flop the Bengals and the Browns there. Really? And I agree with you. Huh. That's my bold prediction for the season. All right. Uh, the Browns will not be the worst team in the division. In the South, Texans, Titans, Colts, Jags. Titans, Texans, Colts, Ooh. Jags. I mean, it was just by the skin of the teeth that, that the Texans won the division last year. Yeah, but I think they're a lot better this year. I really do, and I don't think the Titans made the same jump. But we'll see. Uh, Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers out west is what I'm saying. Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers. So a few differences. Um, and then I got the Patriots as a top seed, Texans as a two, Raiders, Steelers, and then Broncos and Titans as the wild cards. Well, uh, let's see. Patriots is the number one seed, obviously. Um, Steelers is the number two, uh, Raiders three, Titans four, and Chiefs and what the hell, Baltimore as the wild cards. Wow, so you think the Texans are going to miss the playoffs? By virtue of uh, just not having it in the wild card. Wow. They're just going to get edged out. I think Baltimore is, is sort of back in business. <clears throat> All right. With with the offensive upgrades they made. So what's your uh, NFC Championship game and AFC Championship game matchups? <clears throat> uh, Cowboys-Falcons and uh, Patriots and, uh, I don't know, someone. <clears throat> Does it really matter? Oh, kind of. I do believe there is a team out there that could knock them off. Uh, you know what? I th- Let's go with Oakland. Not a bad choice. Um, that is one of the few teams, I think, that could knock them off. Um, I hate doing this. I'm, gonna, I'm picking Green Bay as one of my NFC Championship participants. I'm trying not to be a homer, but think about the fact that they've been there two out of the last three years. I don't think I'm... Really going out on a limb as a as a homer to say they'll you know they'll be there. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I just it would be less painful for you if they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Green Bay, and I hate this because uh, I don't, it never goes well for us. I'm gonna say New York. Uh, I think it's gonna be Green Bay and the Giants. Uh, so you got another NFC Patriots Giants Super Bowl coming then? <clears throat> well, hold on. Um, I think it's gonna be uh New England and Houston. Yeah. Um who's your Super Bowl pick, Tom? Uh this is it it'll be the most hated Super Bowl of all time. Dallas and New England, it's huh? Be Dallas and New England. Oh man. Who's your champion? I refuse to pick a winner. You, who's your champion, man? Give me a coin. <laughs> who's your champion? No. You have to. No. Come on. We agreed. We have to do the predictions. Why did we agree? <laughs> Giant oh, meteor. man. Look, it didn't save yeah. us. It didn't save us last year. It's not going to save us this year. Um, well, see, God's been taking a, a kind of a long nap. He's going to wake up. He's going to look down. He's going to see, no, 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 no. This is not right. And then he's going to hurl a meteor. He's missed the last few years, you know, napping. All right, come on. No. <sighs> Dallas. Wow. Tom is picking Dallas. Um, well, I'm. this is a matchup I, I do believe in, uh, Green Bay and Houston. I, I'm riding Houston a long way this year. Boy. I, 
I really am. Um, and this part, I don't think it's outrageous for me to pick Green Bay to the Super Bowl. This part is me being a homer. I'm saying Green Bay is going to win it all. All right, so uh, but again, so you're really saying Houston is going to win? No, I no, I I do believe I do believe in Green Bay's ability to win it all this year. Um, so you think that the uh, the Texans are going to do this year what uh, Dallas couldn't do last year? Ride their two ride rookies. the two rookies. Yep, I do believe it. So um, and then they'll get cut down the same way Dallas did by Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's uh, I have Green Bay in Houston. Tom has Dallas and New England, and we each have the NFC representative winning. So uh, man. Obviously, I really hope I'm right. Um, God, I really hope you're wrong. Um, this, uh, me too. Yeah, this came up on uh, this came up on a Facebook post uh, yesterday involving one of our cousins and uh, a mutual friend um, about the Steelers and their inability to get past New England. And I said, what it would take for the Steelers to make the Super Bowl this year is for someone else to take New England down. That or Having all of their players, yeah. having them not have groin injuries that they then have to leave the game. Even so, I don't think that would have changed the outcome of that Patriots game. I really don't. You do, you, you do realize how much of the playbook gets shut I, when I, he leaves the game. I do, but I also realize what Tom Brady has done to the Pittsburgh Steelers every single year for the last 15 years. We were still in that game, though. <laughs> I understand. I just don't think it changes the outcome of the game. Um, so, you know, that being said, I think, I think there are two teams that can do it. Oakland, I think can. Yeah. Um, and I think Houston can too. I think Houston does have the defense to do it. And if they have a little bit of offense. You mean not like that, uh, not like that 30 to nothing. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it was. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that this year, those are the two teams that could potentially do it. Unfortunately, I think Pittsburgh loses to one of them before it's time for them to play New England, or they get to New England first. Well, if they're the uh, number two seed, that uh, they they won't get to New England first. Well, I have them as the four, so I think they will get to New England first. I know, but I'm right. That has not been proven yet. You still might be the Tom. Oh no, I'm right. Um, so uh, MVP picks. Uh, nope. <laughs> Why? Because you want to say Brady. <laughs> No, oh. actually, I, I don't. I just uh, this is something I haven't really thought about, uh, and, and there's always a surprise player. There is. Um, I think it's going to be extremely surprising. And I think it's going to be a defensive player, and I think it's going to be JJ Watt. I think he's going to have that good a comeback season. Yes. So he's going to he's going to win the M- MVP and the comeback player. Nope. Oh, I think it'll be like the Peterson Manning thing, where they're both coming back. One gets the MVP, one gets the comeback player. So. I don't know who the other one will be, but somebody will. <laughs> I don't know. No, somebody will do it, you know. that's it, it always happens that way. There will be somebody else. Hell, it might be Peterson again. It's possible. So. Oh, fiddle-faddle. Uh, I don't know who fiddle-faddle plays for. Well, um, why not? It'll be, uh, it'll be Eli Manning. <laughs> it's, oh, it's not going to be Eli Manning. Oh, man. Uh, God. Derek Carr. Derek Carr? Yeah pretty good choice um actually he could be the other coming back from that injury that yeah. kept him out of the playoffs that actually that's probably what it'll be those two players one will be the comeback player one will be the one will be the mvp so I'd say you heard it here first folks yeah um all right we're gonna swing over to the mlb right now and uh washington's tragic tragic turn uh bryce harper 
Yeah. Had to be helped off the field after injuring his knee. Yep. Um, it turns out it won't be as significant as originally thought. Appears to be a deep knee bruise, I believe. Um, I would like to know how you bruise a bone running to the base. Stepping on the bag and you bruise your knee? Well, he slipped and when he went down is when the bruising happened. Yeah, but his knee went backwards before that happened. Yeah. Um, well, he didn't do any damage when that happened, I guess. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's terribly damning for them. Um, it's troublesome. They're, uh, oh, how many games up are they now? They're 14 games up on Miami, so I think they're all right. Um, although, uh, I had a pretty interesting conversation with, uh, Mike Schroer the other night. Um, when I was at Sean's, uh, we were talking about, <coughs> we were talking about Dusty Baker. Yeah. And how... If you want someone to get you to the postseason, Dusty Baker's your man. Right. Yeah. You know, he's a he's a good good manager. Um, if you want someone to get the job done, you need to find someone else. And I know, you know, he has the one World Series ring and whatever. But uh I just I don't believe in him when it comes playoff time. So um so a quick glance at the uh standings in the in the NL. Um like I said, Washington is up on Miami. Uh, Miami's not even in the wild card hunt at this point. I don't think uh, four games under. No, um, um, because you know nobody out west. <laughs> yeah, the Dodgers up. Uh, the Dodgers up by eighteen games <laughs> on the Diamondbacks, uh, who are who are themselves sixty five and fifty two. Although it's not as uh, as large a gap between them and the rest as it was earlier in the season because uh, the central has three teams at 61 wins yes uh the cubs leading st louis by virtue of having two fewer losses and uh st louis leading milwaukee by virtue of having two fewer losses yep um, and then the pirates are still only four back despite doing everything in their power to suck they really really don't want to be in the playoffs this they year. don't um the Cardinals have won eight straight before we were dropping their last two uh, to make a surge past the Brewers and challenge the Cubs for the division lead. Um, it's still anyone's division. Yeah. Uh, except the Reds. I, yeah. Um, turns out I was right. It was the Cardinals coming with the Cubs. They were just a yeah. couple of weeks behind. Um, I mean, they've all made the, the push. It's, yeah. It's getting as clumped together as it had been in previous years. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, out West, I said the Dodgers 83 and 34, um, eight and two in their last 10 at one point, uh, what was it? 30 out of 37 or something. Uh, they had won 43 out of 50. There we go. 43 out of 50. Which hadn't been done in decades. Yeah. Um, man, uh, (laughs) I mean, it's the last time it was done. I don't think it was even the modern era yet. (laughs) When it comes time to make our picks when the postseason starts, I don't think we're going to have a single person not not picking the Dodgers. Well, Eric will pick the Diamondbacks again. Um, Remember, he did, he did right. pick them at the beginning <laughs> of the season. I know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes because, uh, much like the the Pirates, seem to be doing everything they can to get themselves out of the postseason to keep themselves out. The Diamondbacks seem to be doing everything they can to to get themselves out of the running. They just can't seem to put together the the big hits where they need them. 
Well, it's making me a little nuts. The good news is that Colorado is also doing that. Yes, yeah. and, and they started doing it a little bit before we did, and they did it harder than yeah. than we did. So the teams are tied <laughs> right now at sixty five and fifty two. Yeah, um, interesting. I obviously you were probably you know keeping track over the weekend too. Yeah. The Cubs and D-backs had a series this past weekend. The Cubs took two out of three, yeah. just like Arizona did in Chicago yeah. last week. Um, so. I just have one thing to say about those games at Chase Field this weekend. The amount of Cubs fans in the stands oh, man. is too damn high. <laughs> it was There were more Cubs fans at game one than there were Diamondbacks fans. No, you, that you, was debunked. I saw the numbers. There were more, They estimated man. there was about five to 6,000 Cubs fans out of a, out of a crowd of 41,000. They were <laughs> don't, scanning, don't to, and it was they blue. Were, they were yelling and, and hollering, blue, and they were, they and were loud. blue, and blue. But, they Man. were loud, and they were uh, they, they made their presence felt. But uh, yeah. by no, count yeah. at the door, they were definitely um, because the same thing happened. About the same numbers were there for the second game. Yeah, um, but they weren't nearly as loud. Oddly enough, um, well, because good, Carbon came out and dropped. actually yeah. showed why he was a starting pitcher for once this year. <laughs> yeah. Corbin has been our, our weak link in the rotation all year, um, and then he went out there uh, what, two days ago and just just dominated. Yeah. He could put his fastball anywhere he wanted on any spot and then come with that slide. And it, the hitters knew the slider was coming, and they still chased it. It was it was ridiculous. Uh, it was just a, a beautiful outing by Corbin, and then we finally managed to, you know, we took us six innings, but we finally managed to score some runs to back him too. So, um, yeah, the one game we took was, was a great um, it would have been nice to to get another one, but uh, hey, at least it makes it an even split for the uh, for the ser- for the for the season series. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, it, it was a good series to watch. Um, that yesterday's game did cap off the Cubs going west. They don't go west of the Mississippi for the rest of the year. Well, that's boring. So, <laughs> um, the uh, they they went twelve and nine, twelve and nineteen out west this year. Which, they should have done better. Which, after. if you take that out, you know, everywhere else in the in the United States, uh, they were forty nine and thirty six. So the traveling out west has really hurt the Cubs this year. Um, so now that that's all over with, I would look for the Cubs to maybe go on a little bit of a run here without having to do all that travel. Uh, I do believe they go down to Florida at least once, so maybe some troubles there. But I think yeah, if you're losing to the Florida teams, though, right. Although I mean, you know, I mean Miami is Miami is four under five hundred, but they haven't played bad baseball this year. And you know, Tampa Bay is only a game under, and we're contending for the AL East about two and a half weeks ago. So you know, uh, over in the AL, uh, Boston is now up five and a half games on the Yankees after last night's comeback win. Boy, that was soul crushing yeah. to Yankees fans. Uh, Devers with the home run to tie it in the ninth off Chapman. Yeah, uh, they went on to win in uh, how many innings is that game? Eleven, I think. Eleven. Ten? No, ten. Ten. It was ten. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was kind of a crushing blow for the Yankees. Um, in the Central, Indians are now up four and a half over the Twins. Um, Twins are eight and two in their last ten, so they are coming hard after Cleveland right now. Um, Kansas City, uh, five games back of the Indians at fifty nine and fifty eight. They were doing so poorly this season. They were. They've really turned it around uh, of late. Uh, unfortunately, they have 
then turned back around uh, and have gone three and seven in their last ten. So they're just spinning in circles. Yeah. Uh, another team three and seven in their last ten. The Astros. Uh, luckily, they have that twelve game cushion over the Angels, <laughs> and don't have a lot to worry about right now. Oh man, um, you're gonna you're gonna have that bad a stretch and still be the number one seed. Yep. Uh, the wild card race right now uh, in the AL. Yankees and Angels. Uh, Yankees up a game and a half on the Angels. Angels up half a game on Minnesota, a full game on Kansas City. Two games on Seattle and Tampa Bay. Uh, two and a half on Baltimore. Um, Toronto, surprisingly, only four games out of the wild card, it's as a, bad as they've been this year. For their wild card. Yeah. Um, you, you get down to Detroit, and that's where it seems to fall apart. Uh, seven games, eight and a half for Oakland and 14 for the White Sox. So those are the three teams I think we can definitively say are not going to the postseason. Yeah, so we uh, we knew the White Sox would be bad this year with all the trading that they did. Right. We knew that they were building for the near future. I didn't expect them to be this bad. Yeah, for, uh, 45 and 70. They, they haven't even reached 50 wins yet, and it's getting pretty late yeah uh there are three teams in the nl that haven't done that though cincinnati san francisco and philly uh the shocker there san francisco yeah uh that team just fell apart this year um the uh wild card over in the nl um st louis is only four and a half back of arizona and colorado so only if hey when you think about how far ahead those two teams were yeah um you know that things have gotten closer yeah um and if any of these teams here could do it, St. Louis could catch Arizona or Colorado. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know. that, nobody knows what's going to happen there in the Central. So yeah. you know, any of the teams could be fighting for that wild card spot, except the Reds. Yeah. Um, I do, however, think that the way things are lined up right now in the NL, that's what we're looking at come playoff time. Washington, Chicago, L.A., Arizona, Colorado. Yep. I, I, I do believe that. Um, in the AL... I'm not convinced that the Central will stay the way it is. Yeah, I'm not 100% on that either. Because uh, it could be the the uh, Cardinals or the Brewers, yeah. you know? Um, like I said, I think the travel thing is going to help the Cubs a lot. I really do. Um, but, you know, we'll see. A lot of baseball left. In the AL, I don't know what to make of the wild card. I think it could be – it will be the Yankees. Um, you know, it could be L.A., Minnesota, Kansas City. I don't see Seattle or Tampa Bay climbing up in there, even though they are just two games back, but um, – We'll see. There's still plenty of time for for little twists to happen. Yes. Um, so only two teams are safe. I think this is the Astros and the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so let's see. Yeah, that's pretty much all we have. There's not a lot of basketball stuff going on. No. Um, they will be announcing their schedule coming up pretty soon. Actually, that's good. Uh, yeah, very good. It's supposed to be this week, I believe. Um, they did announce their Christmas Day uh, matchups. Yeah. Oh, uh, NBA to unveil complete 2017-18 schedule Monday night. That just came through uh, about 20 minutes ago. Oh, neat. Um, a little bit of news that's been ongoing in the world of hockey, um, women's hockey specifically. There will be two teams in the CWHL this year uh, from China. That's... That's going to be something. Yeah. Um, the players, as far as I've been able to find out, will be getting paid as ambassadors to the sport and not as hockey players. So they will be making uh, considerably more than, than the rest of the league, which the CWHL is paying their players this season. Huh. I don't know if it's a, if it's an actual you know 
salary or if it's a stipend or what, but right. they will be getting paid. Um, and there have been a couple of key players uh, from the world of women's hockey to go over to China. Uh, Kelly Stack, I believe. Yeah. Um, so that's a huge opportunity to grow the game of women's hockey. And, uh, yeah, should be great. Uh, did they also make a, an announcement regarding their All-Star game? Uh, I don't know if it's official. Um, I just saw from a, a fairly reliable source uh, that the NWHL's All-Star game is reported to be in Detroit this year. Tom has sources. I'm on the Twitter. <laughs> um, so if that's the case, then... That would be amazing. I would really like to go. That would be amazing. We t- you know, we talked about last year wanting to go up for a game, and I know you guys tried and it got canceled. But, yeah, if they bring the All-Star game to Detroit, I, we'll definitely go. I, I don't yeah. see a scenario in which we don't unless, you know, it's on a weekend we already have something planned, which, right. you know, this far out I think, I think we're all uh, right. It's the 10th and 11th of February. Okay. And uh, single-game tickets for the NWHL go on sale today Ooh. at 2. Um, so I, I've, I've already looked at the schedule. I'm trying to figure out if I want to make a, do another trip this year in a, in a warmer month so that the game doesn't get canceled. Right. Uh, how far does their season go? Uh, it goes through March, I think. Uh, like March 20-something. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I think, uh, man, that would be great to have it in Detroit. Uh, yeah. At the new Little Caesars Arena? I'm not sure. Uh, last year, they played in, it was just a small, you know, rink. Right. I just didn't know because Pittsburgh. with it being the inaugural season for... Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll look for more details on that and present them as they arise. Yeah. Um, how is Yamir Yager still unsigned? Oh, uh, <laughs> there is no explanation. There is literally zero explanation as to why he's not signed yeah i hate everything about him being a free agent right now i really i'm afraid if he doesn't get signed this might be it and i don't want that to be the case um i i would love for dallas to take another chance you know we had him for that half a season in the lockout season yeah it was clear we were going nowhere so we traded him up to boston for a couple picks um which you know worked out well for us but i would have liked to have seen him in dallas a little longer yeah um really just there's not a team out there that couldn't use his services. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's still got what it takes as far as the scoring goes. He's always been brilliant moving the puck. Um, he's not a liability on defense. He'll get in there. Yeah. Um, the only question, you know, is, as it is with anyone that's 45, it's his age. He's not young anymore, and there's no guarantee that he's going to continue to be as good as he is. Right. This year-by-year thing is... You know, he's proving that he can still do it every year, but there's still that question. You know, time is undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he proved last year he can still play, so I don't get why he's not getting one this year. Pay him for, you know, you're not paying him a, a buttload of money. You know, pay him for what he did last year, you know, expecting to get what he gave you last year. Give him, well, uh, I'm assuming he made pretty small salary last year. I think it was in the area of million. Yeah, you know, give him a one-year, one point two million dollar deal. I mean, I can I can check that right now from our good friends at Cap Friendly. We are not affiliated with Cap Friendly in any way. They're just the only place you can find salary statistics. Okay, where is he? Eric, um, when are you going to New York? 
On the uh, 23rd. Oh. Eric's going to go see his Diamondbacks play up in uh, Shea Stadium or whatever that is now. C- City, City Field, Field, I believe, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it'll be my first time not only there but in the state of New York at all uh, for anything. So it'll be a, a bit of a drive, but, you know, I wanted to get at least one more Diamondbacks game in this year, and uh, that was the the best choice as far as uh, location and uh, date. It's an evening game on the 23rd, and I'm off both the 23rd and the 24th, so I can go. we can leave early in the morning on the 23rd, get down there, have some time to check out the city, go to the game, and then come home and sleep all day. <laughs> okay, so I was uh, big time wrong on that. <coughs> Four million was really? his cap hit last year. Huh. You were very wrong. Yeah. Incredibly wrong. Yep. Wronger than anyone has ever been before. No. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, so, yeah. Um, still, cut that in half, and he'd probably still be happy to take it. Yeah. Uh, that And that that might be the sticking point, too, is, you know, no one's calling him because they think he's going to want $4 million again. Yeah. And that he did not put up $4 million worth of, of, of points. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I believe he'll be on a team this year. I hope he'll be on the team. Uh, I, at some point, someone's once they start, you know, really getting into the preseason and everything. There's I, no, there's no way he doesn't in. go without getting mm-hmm. a PTO. Some team is going to give him a tryout, right? At the very least. Yeah, it just, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, team should be breaking down his door. But so, all right. Well, I believe that is it for the world of sports. Uh, I reckon. Something's going to come through as soon as we sign off. Oh, yeah, definitely. always does. Um, next week will be the college football preview. I've got a lot of homework to do. Um, I, I will be completely honest. We are going to spend a lot of time on the Big Ten because we live in the heart of Big Ten country. Uh, we're going to give you a little bit more maction than you probably want. Um, <laughs> and we will also touch on the SEC, ACC, Big 12, Pac-12, that kind of thing. Um, but that's all coming next week. So, uh, thank you all for listening, and uh, we will talk sports at you guys next week.